0: Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers, you're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two player co op.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture go into random villages and talk to people, hoping they'll give them the clues they need to overcome the final boss. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God. But I'm not going to be doing it by myself, because with me, as always, he's the best at being the worst. It's Steve-O-Supremo. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Thank- <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what that was. No, was I didn't a, know what to say. It was a robust hello. Moving around the table, she is salty, she's sweet, and she's conveniently pocket-sized. It's Jackie Freakin Wilson. See that was the that's the way you do it. That's the way you do a Hello, Steve. Well, her, hers was kind of like Navi in Ocarina of Time*. That's yeah. exactly what I was going. And for. yours was more hello. like yours was more like Tingle in *The Wind Waker*. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving right or wrong, he is often imitated, never duplicated. It's the big man, Quentin Gregory F. Hello. <laughs> okay. Salute. <laughs> My, uh, uh, <laughs> sometimes sassy, but she's always classy. From the Island of Enchantment, it's lovely Lady Lysmati. Aloha. Aloha away. And uh, pushing all the... Well, he's not pushing any buttons, but he's uh, always <laughs> he's there for <laughs> us. If we need him, it is Nick, the Engineer. Hello. Hey, Nick. He's searching out for uh, VOIP settings so that we can get everyone on on board here on the Zencaster. Thanks so much to our friends from Zencaster making this remote podcast possible. We couldn't do it without you, keeping us corona-free since 2020. Everyone say thanks, Zencaster. <laughs> thanks, thanks. thanks. Zencaster. Zencaster, they are the NPC of tonight's episode. They are part of it, but they are not actually part of it. So. Uh, Thank you guys so much for everything. We would love for you to join the conversation. We don't want you to be an NPC, a background character, or just a uh, a filler. We want you to jump in and share with us all the things that make you smile and give glory to God and Uh, Let us know where you're at in your life, and your story, how you found the Nerd of Godcast, and how the Nerd of Godcast can be a blessing to you. The best way for you to do that is to track with us across all the different social medias. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can visit our website online at nerdofgodcast.com, or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We would love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whims animated gifts with you <laughs> you can also join our facebook small group that's the nerd of god squad send us an invitation request and we're gonna let you in nerd god squad group on facebook live your dreams and share some memes so how in the world is everyone doing today
2: doing pretty good okay we Got are a af- oreo is a milk
1: Ore- Oreos and milk. Regular Oreos, double stuffed Oreos, thin Oreos. Regular
2: Oreos. I don't you mess around.
1: You didn't go for any of those wackadoo flavored Oreos, did you? No. Ugh. Most of them are awful.
2: Yes. Ew.
1: Have you we're had? Too- have you had any Why? that were actually good? The the flavored Oreos.
2: Um, I'm thinking. I'm like looking off into the distance.
1: <laughs> She's I'm staring. To think. Yeah. She's like JD in Scrubs. That's exactly
0: I
3: feel like.
0: I feel like one time I ate a birthday cake Oreo and it was good. I think what I feel like actually, disappointed. wait, racy, racy, race. I had one. I just thought of an Oreo that was good. It was a like, I don't know. Like I don't know if it was toasted marshmallow or something. The okay. So of,
3: listen,
1: Lismati, you're right. It's the s'mores one.
0: Is it? It yeah, has the inside of it. It's like a marshmallow. That's like
1: in chewy. The, in, okay. No. So the I had the s'mores one and like, there's actually little chunks of marshmallow inside the chocolate cookie.
0: Oh, that's that cool.
1: Yeah, huh. so that's, really not, tasty. that's
0: not what I'm talking about. But the one I'm talking about, the like the filling in the middle isn't the filling. It's oh, like a marshmallow. Interesting. But it's kinda of like toasty around it, so it kind of has a little bit of a bite. Alright. Like I don't know, it has it's, it's a weird texture thing, but I really liked the texture. Oh, it's that's a little weird. chewy. It's chewier than a regular Oreo, but it's satisfying.
1: Okay. They have <laughs> a they did have a um rice crispy treat one one time that actually had the little crunchies inside the uh, the filling. It was pretty good. That's good. The most exotic
4: Oreo I've ever gone after was double stuffed, so don't take (laughs) my don't take my Oreo
1: recommendations. No, that's okay. I think you can keep it right up the center of the lane, and we can we can trust you on that one. Have you you
0: had an Oreo thin?
1: That mm. seems like a, a what, oh. if I'm gonna if you're gonna eat the whole sleeve of Oreos, there's nothing thin about it. So why? Okay,
0: right, I know, but there's Me something right weirdly satisfying about the Oreo thins. Yeah. Like an Oreo thin dipped in milk is so good. Well, what is an
4: Oreo thin?
0: It's literally just regular Oreos except they have a little less filling, so they're skinny. It's like oh, an Oreo. That's that? that's
1: it's like an Oreo of- took a Ritz cracker behind the middle school and.
2: I'm going to have to I'm
1: going to have to cut that. Okay. Yep. Yes, yeah. you
3: will.
1: I don't <laughs> want that Oreo. <laughs> Uh, well, let us know what your favorite Oreo is. If you like the original, the mega stuff, the double stuff, the Swedish uh, Swedish fish flavored Oreo, the watermelon Oreo, the lemon Oreo, the birthday cake Oreo. There, there's so many fried Wasabi chicken Oreos. A mint Oreo. Oh, mint. Yeah. Uh, the devil
0: in the
1: name I of Jesus. I rebuke <laughs> that. I rebuke it. <laughs> <cake. laughs> we have, a, we have a, a lot to cover tonight. We're going to try to make this quick. We're getting started very, very late. but It's um, <laughs> like an hour and a half late hour and a half late i had a you know people have zoom meetings and i've been having all these different zoom meetings today and i just got off of one that went a little bit long but uh if anybody from the florida youth and discipleship department is listening to the nerd of godcast at this point shout out that was a perfect meeting it didn't go too long at all Uh, but it's totally (laughs) good uh, tonight we're going to be talking a little bit about the unsung heroes of adventures that we've all been a part of, video games. Do you guys know what an NPC is? I do. Yes. NPC, What yes. what what is an NPC, Stephen Salisbury? It is a non-playable character. I used to be an adventurer like you, and I took an arrow in the knee. All right, so explain to the uninitiated what a non-playable character is. So let's let's say this let's say
4: you're playing a game and you're the main character mm-hmm. let's say you're Nathan Drake okay and uncharted every other kind of character that you interact with that will talk to you that you can ask questions to that you cannot play as that is a non-playable character
1: so they're sort of the background characters that help either move the story forward or to create just even ambiance. they're the the villagers they're the people that say oh don't go up that path because there's an ogre up there and yeah yeah so they're, they're they're just kind of there to move the story forward
4: yeah or they can help you, you know, by
1: selling you a cheese wedge. <laughs> I would like to buy a cheese wedge, please. Uh, yeah. Or you just wait until they're turned around, and then you pickpocket them and take their cheese wedges. And if they catch you, the whole town roots against you. But if you, you can't put it back, if you pickpocket them the cheese wedge, you can't put it back, or you're gonna give them a cheese wedgie. Oh. So, Got yes. to admit
4: much so yeah, happening
1: here gotta commit. <laughs> so yeah so guys... that's a
4: non-playable character
1: yeah so so there's there's She's a waiting. lot of uh, cheese wedgies uh hashtag cheese wedges you heard it here first nerdgodcast.com. um yeah so so do you guys have any npcs that you sort of favor in, in video games anyone that like hey this I character mean... jumps out at me i got Would a you... couple well let's let, let's go ahead and we, we have some that were suggested by our Nerd of God Squad page. Uh, let's hear what you guys have and I'll, I'll throw in some more from our, our friends on Facebook. What do you got, Steven? I, I love Wheatley from Portal 2. Most test subjects do experience some uh, cognitive deterioration after a few months in suspension. Now, you've been under for quite a lot longer and it's not out of the question that you might have a very minor case of serious brain damage. But don't be alarmed all right uh, although if you do if you do feel alarm try to hold on to that feeling because that is the proper reaction to being told that you've got brain damage that was at the top of my list why do you really <laughs> yeah so for those of you guys that don't know portal 2 is a game where you're in a laboratory you know what don't even let me tell you what portal 2 is just go to steam right now and download portal 2. it is a video game experience you will not regret and weekly uh, yeah. is yeah. a pure delight i Until i it have is not
4: but yes. I I love that game just as like a game, like gameplay, story, everything. <laughs> but I've never laughed as much in a video game than I have in Portal 2, and it's a thousand percent because of Wheatley.
1: I am laughing right now just thinking about Wheatley. Even yes. from the very beginning when he's, like, he's like, press A to, to, to say yes. <laughs> and you, yeah, well, you Definitely just jumped. You might have <laughs> you... brain damage. Exactly. And it's that Steven <laughs> Merchant, right? <laughs> i think so i think so yeah it's a oh. it's, it's great wheatley is a delight yes uh, who else do you guys like who are some of your other favorite npcs
2: well one of the ones is um going to be something that kind of happened from today so final fantasy 7 just came out and yeah. i played a little bit of the original one and i've been watching uh my boyfriend mike play wait the pause new one. Do, do
1: you mean the original one like playstation one original one
2: like what whatever Final Fantasy 7 first came out yeah the, P- yes. the
1: PSX okay all right
2: yeah yeah Mike downloaded it and he's been having me play it so like I was familiar with most of the
1: characters <laughs> he won't let you play the new one he's making you go back and play that old dumpster fire of Final Fantasy 7. Well-
2: I started playing it like months ago because he's like, I want to prepare you for when this game comes out because I'm not going to be doing anything but playing this game when it comes out. And he's been 100% right about that. So I've just been watching him play.
1: (laughs) I I know her boyfriend, Mike. That was a really good Mike impersonation, by the way. Yeah, that was pretty good. I felt like he took the microphone from you.
2: (laughs) And it's just been really funny because I'm really enjoying watching him play it. Um, It's a really wonderful, like... Retelling of the story and yeah, then fleshing I out agree. more of the characters. Um, some of them being Jesse, Wedge, and uh oh crap, I just Biggs. blanked on it. Biggs, I knew it began with a B. bigs well, B- so, Biggs
1: and Wedge are named for the Star Wars characters, Wedge Antilles and Biggs Darklider.
2: And I just love them all.
1: Yeah. So and I so played so the he, demo and I agree with you. They really they made them come to life in, in, in
3: just so the demo. Tighter.
2: Oh my gosh, it gets so much better. Tony, I can't wait for you to play this game because I so desperately want to talk to you about what happened today <laughs> when Mike was playing it. But like, oh, I just, man. I love it. Um, I love it a lot. I love all those characters. Wedge in particular, I kind of was like, Aw.
1: Who does Wedge remind like, you of? Meph. Yeah, definitely does. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. I don't know who that
2: is. Like that, I looked over to Mike and I'm like, Wedge is Meph. Yeah, Wedge is, is Meph.
1: That's so great. That's so like. Amazing.
2: You have a cosplay F that you need to do now. Yep. And it's Wedge.
1: It is Wedge. We'll, we'll let uh, Nick be Biggs. So, I don't know. Uh, very, very cool. Uh, Lise Maddy, normally <laughs> not the person that we go to when it comes to video game conversations. But we're going to uh-huh. turn to you tonight because you are now part of the club. Tell us tell us the gateway drug that you just uh, you just stepped into, darling.
0: Ah, uh, yes. The time has come, my friend. I have acquired my very own nintendo switch light hey
1: and it's
4: super nice. cute what i want to know is how you found one yeah it,
0: it was an endless amount of searching between tony and i and tony struggled i did as he does
1: i am i'm am relentless um, in my pursuit
0: it was it's actually kind of aggravating because i searched really hard and i looked in the places he looked and he still found it anyways thank you tony shout out to you i know how to shake <laughs> but, i know how to
1: shake all the trees and let bells come out that's what i do <laughs>
0: but I have it and it's wonderful and I have Animal Crossing and I, I know that I've said it in the past, I don't get it I don't see it, I get it now, I see it now I'm full <laughs> I'm full force, I love it and I'm frustrated because I like, I just want to do all the things but it's not really that kind of game, you can't just play play and do all the things, like time is a part of it you know like it's nighttime there's only so much I can do now and I want to just pick it up and keep going and keep going but there's you you, you really just kind of got to take it easy yeah but anyway back on topic NPCs I love my characters that I have
3: your right little now animal my friends list. yeah
0: my little animal friends my two that I got that were my original villagers I have a um he's a bull right yeah he's a bull bull and um his name is coach which i love because it made me think of coach from you girl so like in my brain he calls my (laughs) coach and like because he's also like he's obsessed with exercise and he's like super fitness and like he's always like gotta go work out the pecs say good (laughs) stuff he calls me stubs or stubble and um, then my other little friend is a bunny and her name is Mira she's a little luchadora (laughs) which I thought was perfect she's wearing a little luchador like costume and she's just really chill and really sweet and like I got stung by wasps and she gave me the medicine and she gives me advice and gives me presents and Mira and she just like lays under trees and like just chills she's super laid back and also Orville who's the little
1: <laughs> Can't
0: see
1: him, but a, lives in the airport. He's a dodo.
0: He's amazing. I love him.
4: This is going to start at least one year on a really dark and dangerous path. Where in six months she's going to be like, I spend thirteen hours a day playing World of Warcraft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what it is, man. Animal Crossing is a gateway, gateway drug. Gateway drug. That's it. Well, we'll next, see. next, we'll give her Breath of the Wild and see how she does with that. Uh. But, yeah, Animal Crossing is one of the things where there's, there's so many and like all the other characters except for if somebody comes to visit your island like everybody's an NPC but the people that show up in your town and the people that show up in my town are, are usually completely different and all the different animals have different little personality quirks and traits and it is funny some of them will have a nurturing personality like I said after after she had Mira I'm like if you get stung by a wasp go see Mira I bet you she's going to give you medicine and she sure enough did because she's a nurturing type I mean it's, it's just really cool how Animal Crossing works like that. I, I love the NPCs. And then they have all these weird little characters that come to town. I was in, um, I go to visit Tori, the, the lovely Tori Line jones uh, in her town, and her town's just stinking amazing, as I mentioned last episode. And she has all; she's like a couple days ahead of me. It feels like, and there's this this guy. He's like an iguana, and he collects bugs in her town. And he's like, I'm like, who is this? And she's like, Oh, he's a punk rocker. He's cool, and he likes bugs. And I'm like, All right, cool. But there's just such interestingly designed little characters for a, what what is a deceptively complex game. So. Uh, yeah yay Animal crossing good job least thank you uh, what else what other what other uh, NPCs do we know and love I love
4: Codsworth from uh Fallout 4 yeah yeah he's a little like robot guy that follows you around
1: I just wanted you to know how much I consider you family I may be a mere robot to some but I, I do hope you've come to see me as more. See I would've I, I had on my list I like dog meat from Fallout Four. Like if something happened to Cogs, I'd be like, oh whatever. But if something happens to dog meat, we riot.
4: Yeah, but mm-hmm. but can dog meat whip out a flamethrower and help you out?
1: No, but dog meat's a loving dog that goes and finds items for you. Well
4: see, first. I kept I kept dog meat in my town to protect my town and I had
5: Cogsworth come with me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Who else do we have? What other NPCs, well, Neff? In that same vein, um, I don't know if you guys have ever played Borderlands. Yeah. But uh, Claptrap is both annoying and the most <laughs> hilarious character at the same time. If I sound pleased about
1: this, it's only because my programmers made this my default tone of voice. I'm actually quite depressed.
5: A big fan favorite. Yeah, big fan favorite he's, he's, is Claptrap. He's amazing at being both like, the worst character and the best character. I mean, he's great. Nick,
1: are, are, you you play a lot of Minecraft. There's no NPCs really in Minecraft, are there? I mean, is there? there's villagers, um, but...
3: Kids. Yeah, there's villagers, but they don't really have personalities of their own. They're extremely annoying, but yet extremely useful at the same, <laughs> same time. Uh, wait, wait, help me understand, because I'm not a Minecraft
1: guy. How are they useful?
3: Okay, so villagers have specific trades for each type. There's like 10 different types of villagers that you can have. And each one of them offers a specific trade that allow you to get certain items without having to craft them. So they're very extremely useful because you can get, you know, a really good pickaxe for a few emeralds instead of having to get the diamonds for the, you know, having to, instead of crafting and then enchanting it. like that. So it's, it's a quicker means of getting really good items um, like for example, if you see my current Minecraft world um, I have a villager trading hall, which has 40 or 50 villagers in it. Um, and they all offer up specific trades and helps me. You know.
1: So although they're not the most conversational NPCs, when they get into something that, that they're useful for, they actually are quite invaluable.
3: Yeah, they are very invaluable. If you know kind of like, that kind of like use. you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're not on. the big, they're not the biggest conversation starters, but yet they are very useful. <laughs> so yeah, very a lot of parallels.
1: One of my favorite things is finding the thing that somebody's passionate about and then just taking the leash off of them. That was the longest continuous conversation <laughs> that I think Nick has ever had on this All show. All right. Never. Very nice. So, congratulations. We're breaking records tonight, kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Earlier today, Jackie, you posted a word of encouragement to your social media (laughs) from one of my favorite NPCs.
2: (laughs) Uh, Oh, I can't believe I didn't think to put him on my list. I I wrote up like a little list of like NPCs and I absolutely adore Prince Sidon.
1: Pardon the entrance, but you're a Hylian, aren't you? I was hoping perhaps you'd have a moment to talk. Oh my goodness. First off, every character in Breath of the Wild is precious.
2: Oh my gosh. Except Ex- for Ravali, he's Revali, kind of a tool.
1: Who is a tool. <laughs> he's
2: such a tool. <laughs> Want somebody to pl- pick him off pluck Ravali
1: and and you know serve him up with some rice. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Prince Sidon is like so charming and lovely.
2: He's the he's the kind of friend. He's like the Leslie Nope. He's so encouraging and so uplifting and so he's like, positive Liz, like you're like, beautiful you a, and you're
1: organized.
2: And I love you. Like <laughs> you're amazing and then does his little like tink.
1: So, like, so, 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 Lismati has no idea because she's only on Animal Crossing. Who Prince yeah. Sidon is? So explain to her what in the world, like, because if you don't see him, you don't get the full scale of how wonderful he is.
2: He's a handsome fish man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, that's, oh,
4: that's how he every it. that's how every male <laughs> likes to be described as a handsome fish man. <laughs>
1: handsome fish man. Scaly man. Like, fish. I don't know, Sh- shape of Water, 2019.
2: You know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's
2: funny because in Breath of the Wild, when you talk to like all the other Zoras, which is that species that Prince Sidon is, it's like a fish people. When you go and talk to all of them, all of them are like, "Oh my gosh, Prince Sidon! He's so handsome!" And they're like, geeking oh,
1: out over him nothing. like they're like he's a K-pop star or something Basically, like that.
2: Basically, like he's like, it's just it's funny to me and it kills me because he totally deserves it because not only is he like considered handsome for his race I was gonna race, say gotta be very like, careful here
1: he's a he's a sexy fish man
2: <laughs> I would never say that oh um,
1: my goodness
2: but like I'm but he's Mormon. also like super kind hearted and like really caring he and, like, really is friend. he's so, so genuine I love him
1: He's, he's my favorite NPC from that game, but Zelda has a ton of really cool, memorable NPCs. Uh, first comment that we got on our Nerd of God yep. Squad page from Andrew Whiteside, a lovely dancing animated gif of Tingle, a Ugh. recurring character from the Zelda he's so series. weird, Tingle. Tingle is, Tingle is weird, uh, uh. he is, He's a weird small character. in a
2: fairy costume.
1: Just think of a small man in a skin-tight fairy costume dancing around. Danny D- D- DeVito
2: in a fairy okay. costume. Uh, <laughs> That's not an image I particularly wanted.
1: I would have gone with like a like, like a um, Gilbert Gottfried sort of vibe maybe, but.
0: oh, Not much better.
5: Imagine Gilbert Gottfried killed a Pikmin and wore its skin.
1: If she doesn't know who Tingle is. There's no way she's going to know what a Pikmin is. Oh, but, well, everybody but, but else at But you're at not home. wrong, Nev. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Impa, another NPC ah. from, from Zelda, and Impa's bad to the bone. Now in the, the original Zelda she was just a kindly old handmaiden but later on they have morphed her into like this giant Amazon warrior.
3: Mm-hmm. She and, cool. Uh,
1: what's that game that they came out with, Hyrule Warriors? Where mm-hmm. you could actually play as Impa. You could play as Zelda. You could even play as Tingle if you uh, wanted to. So chose. Yeah. Uh, let's Don't see, we have... What was that, what's that? Who wants that? Everybody, everybody, they just don't know it. Uh, a really good, a good answer from Nerd God Squad page, Chandler Harper's uh, put Cortana on there. Any Halo nice. fans? Oh, yeah, man. that's
5: a good one. Uh, Cortana yeah, she's is, uh, nope. she's
1: the, the AI, the female AI that, that kind of is the motivator and uh, compatriot of Master Chief, your, your character. Yeah. Uh, but she's so iconic that when Microsoft put out their mobile devices, their their Siri analog, they
5: call Cortana, which is oh, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. I just got a, I just got a a laptop with a Windows ten on it the other day, and um, it had Cortana help me set up everything on my computer that is pretty
1: neat i mean that's that's pretty cool that that'd be basically like if disney put out a phone and you your siri was jarvis oh, i mean that's be, that's the uh, level of yeah. cool it is. i would uh, pay for go. that
2: cast yeah, member I mean, discount
1: just, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta be a cast member first jackie Uh-oh. oh, oh, come oh on. wow
2: that hurt, oh, that hurt a little bit. hey she's still
1: a cast member
2: <laughs> i'm furloughed
1: for load okay. uh we had a couple other zelda mentions on there uh Princess Midna. Zelda herself, um, you know, you know, I like the it's dangerous to go alone. Take this guy. I mean, he's he's you know the, the unsung hero. Uh, yeah, Christina Whiteside put Minna on there. Uh, the Chris Shellhammer, uh, Chris Shellhammer yeah. put on there. Claptrap, great job. We got that one. A couple yeah. more for Cortana. Uh, Andy Kelly put Mr. Saturn on there. If you guys don't know who Mr. Saturn is, please look that one up. That's a trip. Um, a couple other. Jake Robinson posted on there the Deku Tree, uh, oh. a recurring character. Slash oh, environment yeah. in the Zelda games. Uh, he also posted on there Professor Oak from Pokemon.
5: Oh, oh yeah,
1: yeah. Which uh, least Marie has already con- confirmed that her next game for the Switch is going to be Let's Go Eevee.
0: Yeah. So I can see it. I mean, if I like it, I have to test it on the like light. I played Let's. I did the demo of Let's Go Pikachu on um on your Switch at your house on the TV. Feel like it'll be a different experience. We'll see how it does.
3: Nick, do you have you have Let's Go Pikachu? I have uh, Eevee. You like it? Yeah, it's, it's okay. The difference between the two. Uh, nothing. It's the, your starter is either Eevee or Pikachu. I don't oh, think there's okay. Of the it's Nintendo's way to make kids buy two
1: copies of the same yeah. game. They've, been, gotcha. they, they've, yeah. they've, been, they've literally been doing it since the original. Yeah, I had red <laughs> and blue, but never yellow my son has every Pokemon game that's like red, blue, yellow, green like leaf green and like uh,
3: (laughs) sterling silver Uh and you
1: know glittery gold what about ultra sapphire? I don't know. He's got so. he. My, Christian even has like hacked Pokemon games. Like he got like this Ultra Emerald Green game that was, it was like a, a mod, but it came in a green. Like he, he's, my son's ridiculous, but I love wow. him. He's great. He, he is what he is. Uh, he's my favorite NPC. Um, from, speaking of my son, one of his uh, suggestions would be the character Sans and uh, and Papyrus from the game Undertale. Oh. If you haven't played that, you're missing a treat. Uh, Steven, I think you said Sully from uncharted earlier i did i love Sully. yeah um i don't know if i want to count glados from uh as an npc only if she's a potato i guess (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say uh, an antagonist as an npc but um, what about what about otagon otacon yeah that's a good one except for when he's peeing his pants in a locker or or from the metal or when you died he just yells her name over and over again Snake. Uh, or when he tried when he was in love with his stepsister Otacon was a weird character I'm taking him off the list Oh um, and then uh, my uh, one of my favorite is is from Parappa the Rapper there's so many great side uh, characters in that game I yeah. love Chop Chop Master Onion I love Prince, yes. Prince Polo uh, so many cool interesting side characters in there um, uh, BioShock Steven there's a lot of really cool NPCs Ooh, in there They game.
4: are but the most of them are kind of villainous
1: well they are but like but not not directly villainous like sander cohen is a really interesting npc that's
4: the one with the theater right Uh, it's just been a long time since i played that i actually just downloaded
5: the bioshock collection they had it on sale on playstation network for ten dollars i'm uh i'm currently playing the bioshock games for the first time i'm in the first one right now so i'm pretty excited to find out who you guys are talking about oh that's great (laughs) Steven, you mentioned originally, you were talking about Skyrim. I think Skyrim is a game that really
1: gets the NPC formula right, yeah. because these are people that are really well fleshed out. They have routines. They go about their lives like they have jobs. They can they can die I oh, mean, yeah. and, and it affects the story. But but they're really well made, interesting characters that just kind of live in the background of your story. I mean, you're the Dragonborn. You're on a quest to stop Alduin, the world leader. And, uh, and meanwhile, there's this giant empirical civil war that's happening around you. Uh, meanwhile, you're going off to, to join the, uh, these assassins and the, the Wizards Guild and all of these other different, different side missions. And meanwhile, you know, you got this lady who's living in her village, man, just trying to farm her parsnips and, you know, just do her normal, regular, everyday routine and and but but she's fleshed out and she has a name and she has relationships and she has family and then there's the jarls that that kind of run each of the different regions and uh strange interesting characters in that game uh that they put so much work and effort into to fleshing them out is is really a yeah. tribute to the what makes that world feel alive. I think
4: that's just Bethesda
1: because um, they do the same thing with the Fallout series. They like the little yeah. towns
4: and settlements that you can see. They're all fleshed out and their own, and they have their own little like system going on. Would you consider a Three Dog uh, as an NPC? You know what? I am because I do love me some Three Dog, and I just I love yes, Three Dog is an NPC. He's he's number two <laughs> after Wheatley
5: for me now. I'm I'm assuming that's a that's three hot dogs smushed together that talk. Am, that's I exactly heard. what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is.
1: In fact, what we want you to do is we want you to submit your drawing of three dogs to us at <laughs> nerdegodcast at gmail com. Uh, tell us what you think he looks like, and uh, if you if you're good, we're going to send you a Nerdegodcast sticker. Compliments of your friends at the Um So I, I want you to imagine this. This is something I have done since I was a child. Sometimes I'll even find myself lapsing into this this train of thought. Have you ever imagined that your life was a video game? Yes. Uh, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jackie says almost confessionally. <laughs> all, all <the> time. <laughs> Jackie, what do you? What do you? What? How do you? How do you mean? Like that? Your life is a video game. What, how does that work in your imagination?
3: But
2: more specifically, that I could be inside a video game. Um, specifically, like again, everyone knows I love Legend of Zelda. It's my favorite video game franchise. It is definitely the video games that I have played the most and have the most uh, knowledge on. But I especially loved the idea um, of being able to, like, be inside Skyward Sword. Like, something about uh, Skyward Sword was such a wonderful game and the, uh, the areas that you could go into. Like, I just, I wanted to be in Skyloft. I wanted my own Loftwing to fly around. Like, that's what I wanted.
1: Is, is Skyloft kind of like Hogwarts but in Zelda?
2: I guess. It's like a town that's floating in the sky.
1: But isn't it like a school?
2: There, There is a school. It's the Knight Academy, but you don't really, like, hang out there much except for, like, hey, this is the beginning. You find out that Link is, like, a knight in training, and he's been friends with Zelda since they were kids. Okay,
1: right. I literally, I only played the first, like, two hours of that game. That's the yeah. one Zelda game I neglected. I'm so sorry.
2: It's okay. I'm ashamed of it. myself. It um,
1: I will when they make the non-motion control version of it.
2: The motion controls aren't bad.
1: Yeah, you, you've been telling me that for like 10 years.
2: Not bad. <laughs> Stand by it.
1: but Zelda to me has always been my game too Jackie when I was a kid I would walk through the forest and I would like get a stick and that would be my sword and Mm. I would kind of like hum the theme song in my head you know And there's so much adventure there's so much adventure and it, it was immersive and it made me feel like I wanted to be a part of that world and I wanted to go on an adventure have you ever like imagined though that your life not like I'm in Zelda but that your life itself like a very Scott Pilgrim feeling like your life is a video game like you wake up and you're like, uh, I need to recharge. You know, I drink a glass of juice and it's like da 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 da. You know, and your life. I mean, most them,
4: like if it's The Sims. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, Steven has to pee and then he's got to go do this or he, you know, gets in the shower and a bunch of pixelated blocks. I can't do anything
4: until yet. somebody tells me to do it.
1: <laughs> well, good thing, good thing you're getting married soon. You'll <laughs> welcome to your new life. <laughs> Uh, so if, you're, if your world was a video game, if you woke up in the morning, and Lysmati, you roll out of bed, and you walk out of your house, and you pull your shovel out, because you're gonna go you know plant some trees and flowers <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> who are the NPCs in your life? Who are those side characters? Who are the ones that make your story a, a little more fleshed out, and make your story a little more interesting? You guys. <laughs> oh boy.
0: Yeah, that's not wrong. I feel like calling it side characters kind of implies like, I don't know, like they're not important or something.
1: No. Okay. So think about that though. No, Is the life of an NPC less important outside of a game like Skyrim, uh, where you can actually kill people. Have you ever like talked to an NPC and then like attacked them knowing that they wouldn't die?
4: Uh.
2: about the cuckoos from Zelda. Yes.
4: The little penguins of Mario 64. Oh, oh, my
1: gosh. I'm going to throw you over this clip on purpose. Penguin. No, no. Just watch him
2: fall.
1: You animal. Time to go back to your you, the show, <laughs> penguin. So, okay. So, the idea of making other people in your story, NPCs and side characters. You you feel like that that has the tendency or the possibility of being a little demeaning or diminishing, least
0: Well, I just feel like saying like when you say it like that, it just it does like i don't know when we talk when we put it in the context of real life when we're talking about like in in a movie or, or i mean video games i mean and you say like they're side characters there's just you know they're in the implication is that they're there to help your store did someone just gets swallowed by a black hole
4: i think tony did Oh well, no
0: there's it all. Your mic just
4: kind of went. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> but loudly, and it sounded like you got sucked into an alternate dimension. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, okay, so Jack, Jackie, in Final Fantasy, you were talking about a couple side characters, but there there are people in your party that you play as that are. It's more than just like one main guy. Like the main guy in Final Fantasy VII is is Cloud, but mm-hmm. then there's also Tifa and Eris and and Barrett, Barrett. and and there, there and several Resident others. Team. 13 yeah and and catchy and and uh, Kate uh it, i think it's pronounced catchy oh
2: well i don't
1: know that's that, uh, who knows that's
2: unfortunate Eris,
1: Eric, catchy who knows uh <laughs> know vincent and uv and sid and and many others but the, but the point is like there are, those are the people in your party so for me steven like i would think that you guys were not my side characters i would think that you guys are the people in my party like you're yeah. the people that are in my on my quest. You're you're my companions, not the well. That's what I meant the by NPCs, it. yeah. So you're playable characters, in my opinion. Like each of you guys are the ones that are on this quest with me. Would you agree? Right. Gotcha. Yeah. We're like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Like Marvel, exactly like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Now, so so who are then the people that
5: are the the background characters? I mean, we see them every day this is gonna be like a weird comparison okay but like my my i see my co like have you guys ever played journey
3: yeah yes
5: so at one point this is kind of a cool thing that is i don't know if it's spoiling or anything but um at one point you get to play with another character and you're you're not like doing anything with them you're just kind of working like with them and like next to them you're just on this journey with them like you're yeah yeah exactly like passing one another on your way to a place you don't get to play as them but it's like you build a bond over doing the same thing together
1: come to find out that that that's an actual person playing along with you
5: yeah and they can't can't
1: talk to you they can't like do anything with you but they're just sort of with you
5: and i've talked about it a couple times on this on this thing but like when i played you know, I, I got stuck behind uh, the guy I played. I, I was playing with the person I was playing with, total stranger, and they ended up waiting for me so we could finish the game together. And it was the- like this total stranger has such like an emotional impact. This yeah. interaction that we had in passing. It's like I think that I mean every interaction that you have with somebody. Can leave some kind of imprint, especially the ones that you see every day.
1: Neff, there's two kinds of people in the world right now listening to this episode. There's the kind of people that have played Journey that are just going, Yes, you are exactly right, and the people that haven't played Journey that have that have no idea how what you just said was so true. Yeah. Well, I don't want to over spiritualize well, that, Quentin, but like Go for it. When we, when you go out, are you the kind of person when you're in a public place, in your car, in a in a line at some back when we could go to places where there were lines, Walmart, whatever, where when somebody <laughs> else is acting stupid or they're going slow or they're that you get frustrated, like if you're in your car and someone's dr- you're like just move, go, like <laughs> yes, do you I call them a nugget? Get, uh, you get you get. I am not a nugget. I am a champion. Do you get upset? <laughs> At people, like, when they're when they're just stupid and they're just taking up space and you find yourself frustrated with them? Sometimes.
5: Yes. Yeah, some, sometimes. Like,
1: those aren't the people that we care about. If I'm sitting there waiting and Jackie's taking a long time to make her order at Chick-fil-A and she's looking at the menu like she's never been there before or she doesn't know that they just have chicken and she's going, uh, I really don't know what I want. You know what? I don't care because Jackie's in my party. Jackie is part of my team and I love Jackie. So Jackie, you take your time and decide if you want the large waffle fries or the medium waffle fries. Cause that's all you can choose from. Right. right. But if there's somebody else that's in front of me and I don't know them and they're just like, uh, Hmm. I have three orders. I'm like, you burn, you burn and you die.
3: <laughs> I hate
1: you. Like they're the kind of person that <laughs> this is a video game. I'm swinging my sword at them. Right. I'm, I'm going to kill oh, you. No. I'm going to try to, I'm going to no, take out my no, frustration push. on you. Right.
5: tend to to shorten the line
1: yeah because they're they're the npcs in my life that are slowing down my progress towards whatever my perceived goal is that day in this instance it's getting chicken nuggets you know (laughs) like that's the thing (laughs) but there's all these other people that are sort of the background people the extra people and it's not maybe our family and it's not maybe the people that we go to church with and and it's not maybe the, the people that we we see or go to school with but it's those extra people it's the people that are just they just sort of exist outside of are A to B outside of our story that they're just kind of there, usually just to either fill the scene or to get in the way. Yeah. You ever you ever taken public transportation? You know no. the the way that you, you see people on a bus or on a train or on a plane, and you're just like instant judgment calls on everybody that's around you. Come on, don't make me feel like I'm the only mm-hmm. one.
2: <laughs> no, well, no, you're the only it's one. Really funny because there's some NPCs that like we want to just like swing our swords at, and then yes. others that were like you know. I'm really glad you exist and that you're here. Yeah, <laughs> like... let,
1: let me tell you about Bunny Day, you guys. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> April twelfth—the day that our Lord and Savior rose from the grave. Okay, that's what that's what on my calendar. This awful reject from Five Nights at Freddy's shows up in my village in Animal Crossing, and his—I don't even know—Zipper, Zipper the Bunny Rabbit. Jesus did not die for you to make every freaking fish that I caught turn into an wow. egg for an entire week Hippity hoppity, get off that. my property like I hate you bunny day <laughs> I hate you you stupid e- uh, this this egg dealing rabbit I could uh, on on April 13th when Bunny day was over I, I felt like having a parade in my town.
5: <laughs> it felt like bur-
1: burning an effigy of Zipper the Rabbit. So, like he, like th- there are terrible NPCs. I agree with you, Jackie. There are the some that you just want to be like. I would like to set you on fire just so I can urinate on you to put out the flames.
3: <laughs> wow, <laughs> Damn.
5: you really, Honest?
1: you really don't know yeah. how bad Zipper is, okay, you guys. I would pee on your
5: teeth if your gums were bleeding on fire dang it too much too much that uh, that line so (laughs) much
1: back it up Winston. he was in trouble three words into that uh i don't want to be annoyed by people you know i i don't want to be like irritated by people and sometimes i find myself just doing that you know like i don't know maybe during this season we have to understand that that people are all kind of going through the same situation right now. Like for the first time ever, we're all sort of in the same boat. And maybe we ought to use this opportunity to build a little compassion and and care for people. There's something that just is messing me up from from the word of God. And it's like when Jesus does something and he's just like so laid back and easygoing about it and he's right, and then I just hold my life up to it, and I'm like, dude. I'm so wrong about that. So let me let me share something with you guys real quick from the Word, if you guys don't mind. In, in yeah. Ma- Matthew chapter 9, and I'm going to read from Matthew 9, then I'm going to jump back to Matthew 4, because I want to show you guys something a little, a little interesting here. In Matthew chapter 9, Jesus is going through all the towns and villages. This is Matthew 9, starting verse 35. It says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds... When Jesus now now whose story is this? Whose story is the gospel? Uh, Who who is it about? Matthew. Oh, it's about Jesus. Matthew. Matthew wrote it. It's definitely about Jesus. Like this is Jesus' story, one hundred percent. It starts with his birth, it ends with his death, burial, and resurrection. This is the Jesus story, right? So Jesus is the main character. He is the protagonist and and he's going through and he's healing people of their diseases and sickness and then the next verse says when he saw the crowds that's the NPCs he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd and that broke my heart because sometimes i don't take the time to be compassionate with people that aren't in my tribe you know people that aren't in my camp people that aren't in my party you know, the other people that are driving slow or the other people that are wasting the precious moments of my life. or And I just go, ah, ah. And yet Jesus looked at those people, not the perfect people, but the hurting people. The NPCs, the unimportant people, the, the poor, unfortunate souls. And he had compassion on them because he realized, man, they're hurting and they just need someone to love them. They just need someone to care for them. They just need someone to lead them. And that's why Jesus is so much better than all the rest of us.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> Thank God.
1: So, but, but we, we're Jesus's people, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like if yes. we were in this story, we're on Jesus's team. We're like, we're Jesus, we're the Christians. We're the people called by his name. Can I get an amen from the congregation? Amen. 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 But let me compare two things to you. Let me jump back to Matthew chapter four. Same book, same story same author same main character jesus is walking beside the sea of galilee in verse 18 you guys have seen this in movies and plays and read it in your word and he saw two brothers who were the brothers bible quiz time uh, uh, james and john john, john james uh. exactly simon and andrew all right
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well Not, <laughs> that would have be been better. my
1: second guess yeah he saw simon called peter and his brother andrew they were casting a net into the lake they were fishermen Come and follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. And at once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers. Who were they? James and John. Correct. uh... (laughs) James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. And they were in a boat with their father Zebedee preparing their nets. And Jesus called them. And immediately they left their boat and their father and followed them. Then the next verse says, Jesus, who? Jesus. Who? Jesus. 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 Because he's the main character of the story, right? Jesus went throughout Galilee teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. So who did that? Jesus. Jesus. And who was with him? James and John and Andrew and Peter. Correct. They were followers. But were they doing anything? They were with him. But were they doing anything? Not yet. No, they weren't. They were NPCs. We know their names because we know where they end up in the story. But at this point in the story, they weren't playing. They weren't doing anything. They were just following Jesus. They were looking for a shepherd. Now let me go back to that verse that we read a little bit earlier, Matthew chapter 9. Jesus, who? Jesus. Who? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. Literally the same thing he was doing five chapters earlier, right? Right. And then he saw the crowds. He saw the NPCs, and he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, those are the guys that were following him. Those are the guys that put their nets down and followed after him, that weren't doing anything. They were just near him. They were following him around like Timmy and Tommy Nook follow you around the store. (laughs) He said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest therefore to send out workers into his harvest field because he saw them and he was compassionate on them and he knew that no one was there to help them. So Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and he gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal. Every disease and sickness, and these are the name of the twelve: Simon, Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew, James, Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. So he called the twelve to go and do the things. Now, now listen. This is this is important. In verse four, Jesus, the main character, was going around healing every disease and sickness among the people. In chapter nine, Jesus, the main character, is going around healing every disease and sickness and the people. But then after that, he calls his 12 and he gives them the authority to heal every disease and sickness in the people. He takes them from the sidelines. He takes them from being NPCs and makes them the main character of the story. He makes them part of the party. He brings them in and empowers them to actually get in the game and play. And that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. See, for us, you know, when we go out and we're like the main, when we're the main characters of our stories, and we're annoyed at other people. Remember, we're not the main character of the story. Jesus is anything that we get to do, we get to do because He let us do it because we followed Him enough that He finally said to us, "All right, here's the controller. You can play. Let's see what you can do." And as we do those things. It's our job to not only do the things that Jesus did, but to have the heart. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Let's see those people with compassion and say, you know what? If that person is annoying and they're slow or they're loud or they're whatever, let me not look at what they're doing. Let me look at who they are and let me minister. and Let me bring love and let me bring dignity and let me love them like Jesus loved them because they're just like sheep who need a shepherd. They're harassed and helpless. And I don't know. I think that when we start seeing people like that, we're going to see ministry happen where we can bring more people into the party. Because what the world needs now is people who have the heart and mind of Christ, who can minister to and love and serve the lost, the harassed, the helpless, and bring them into the destiny that God has for them just imagine we, we're going to take this thing from some single player adventure with a bunch of worthless background characters into the biggest massive multiplayer online ministry in the world <laughs> Yeah, everybody yes, gets sir. to play everybody's got a story and everybody has a destiny because God God wrote that story for them to be a part. and if you agree so many side missions so many side missions <laughs> but but, but that's okay because it, it's all about side missions now because the game's already been won Jesus did it he paid, he paid mm. the price on the cross so. amen well um, And and remember, like we were once on the outside looking in too, and and he made a way for us where there seemed to be Mm -hmm. no way. So that transformational moment, we went from an NPC to a playable character. There's people in the world who are struggling with the same thing right now. Every church is dealing with the same struggles, their doors being closed. Every believer is bearing some form of cross i just encourage you guys as Christians, Ephesians 2.9 says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers. You are fellow citizens with God's people and members of his household, built on the foundations of the apostles and the prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. There are no non-playable, unimportant superfluous, extraneous, or expendable characters in the kingdom of God. Everybody matters, and we are all part of that fellowship, that household, that family of faith. So uh, I want to challenge you to spend some time, invest the time and the energy into making a meaningful connection with others, uh, to be patient with other people, to be kind to other people, surprise them with grace, and uh, make the world a better place because you're playing the game in it. Amen? Amen.
2: Amen.
1: Amen. Well, let us know what you think about that. Let us Share share the stories that, that you have about uh, the people in your life that, that you've seen God bring into the story. Tell us the stories about your favorite NPCs and video games. And uh, we would love to hear from you. The best way to do that is to connect with us across all the social medias. Uh, you can find us on... Facebook.
2: Facebook. And... Yeah, Twitter.
1: And... Instagram. 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 Snapchat. YouTube. What? No, oh, we, no Snapchat? Snapchat. we do not have a Snapchat. God TikTok. help us. Never yes, on the digital. we're on, we're on Kick and on MySpace.
5: <laughs> yeah. Please, <laughs> please find us there. At nerdofgodcast.com.
1: That's right. So uh, connect with us. We would love to do that. Uh, what are you guys going to be doing the rest of the week to keep yourself entertained?
0: Animal Crossing. Working. Breath of the Wild.
1: Working.
5: Working and Jersey Shore I want to invite you Jersey Shore Neff, you're better than that
2: Why would you subject yourself to that?
5: Uh, because nef- trash TV is what I was raised on <laughs>
2: mm. Yes, but Make it
5: okay. when you were a child You thought like a child You are no longer oh. a
4: child,
1: sir Woo, Come on now, preach some gospel <laughs> Well, we I have a childlike. I have a challenge for you guys that I want I want to give you kind of a homework assignment, and then we're going to come back together next time, and we're going to talk about this. Are you ready? All right. Yes. All right. So while we're all kind of on lockdown, this goes to you guys. This also goes to everybody out there in our Nerd of God Squad listening audience. We're going to be doing a little bonus content that we're calling not another quarantine movie. Ah name-pending, and we're going to be watching some fun, nerdy, kind of sci-fi fantasy films uh, from my childhood and yours, and we're going to be either seeing them for the first time or re-watching them together, uh, coming together and then sharing. So we want to invite you guys out in our listening audience to, to jump on and listen to, uh, watch these movies, and then listen to our bonus episodes. You can hear us talking a little bit about those movies. So the first one that we're going to watch, so put this on your queue, I think you can find it on Disney+. Plus you guys is 1988 Warwick Davis and Val Kilmer in the movie Willow 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 so you you will be spellbound by this fantasy adventure of magic and merriment Good versus evil in a cheap dollar store knockoff of The Hobbit. So let us know uh, what you guys think about Willow. Uh, join us for our bonus episode. Not another quarantine movie. After uh, After Willow, we're going to be following up with, uh, I think we're going to watch a movie from my childhood that I love called Flight of the Navigator. So uh, you can find both yes. those on Disney+. Plus. So okay. go ahead and put those in your queue. Watch them this week, and we will be back shortly to talk about them. Well, that is all the time we have. If you are on Animal Crossing, uh, come visit Lismati and I on our islands. I have oranges. She has peaches. So let us know <laughs> uh, how you, how you want to hang out. We do want to say thank you so much again for listening. We love you guys. Please stay safe and wash your hands. From the Nerd of God cast, steve Supremo. Be safe, everybody.
5: Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. The big man, Quentin Neff. If you want to come to my town, I'm on Animal Crossing New Leaf. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lovely Lady Lee Smotty.
0: Make good choices.
1: And uh, Nick the engineer. Goodbye. Until next time I'm Tony T, we ain't gotta go home!
5: But we, oh, stay.
1: But we can't stay. But
3: I can't stay. You guys are so
1: bad at this now. <laughs>
5: actually, technically technically <laughs> I am home right now, so <laughs> <laughs> But we
2: can't stay here, bye!
0: Oh gosh, ow. Sorry, something just fell right into my eyeball and it burned.
1: Oh. Ah!
2: Oh no!
0: Oh no!
1: We just... Oh gosh. <laughs> is... least money, least money. Just, get... just get a clump of weeds and a wasp nest and you can craft yourself some medicine.
4: Go find Mira, she'll help you.
1: That's yeah. what happens when you use cheat codes. <laughs> if her life was a video game, she would be in trouble right now.
0: I am so sorry. that's all
1: right are your eyes okay
0: yeah i literally looked up and something a chip of the ceiling i don't know what (laughs) the
1: the sky is falling chicken little the sky is falling
0: into my pupil like point first and it hurt like a meaty
1: a single popcorn goodness well i would i would tell you that there's something in your eye but i would have to first remove the plank from mine